Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Here we go. And today, OMG, I'm a little excited about today. Are you excited? (laughs) Of course. What is who today? doesn't who doesn't want to do some more of this, right? <laughs> so welcome to how to stress less and accomplish more. This is the the aim of today's podcast is to empower you with strategies and tips to reduce your stress and boost your productivity. So in today's, you know, it's like it's a fast pace. It's pretty normal to feel overwhelmed by the demands of daily life. I don't know about you, but you just get completely overwhelmed all day every day some yeah. days I mean, from the minute you open your eyes sometimes <laughs> you, you know you're juggling between work your personal responsibilities self-care um it's taking a toll on our mental and physical well-being it's actually hindering our ability to reach our full potential but fear not people because today's podcast well, it's here to help you. Yeah, that's right. It's here to help you. Our main focus today is to provide you with practical strategies and valuable tips to help you reduce stress and increase your productivity. And we believe that by implementing these simple, like little simple techniques, you can create a healthier, more balanced life while achieving your goals with greater efficiency. Like, Sounds we are making me. big promises today. Big promises. Like, big promises. So throughout our episode, we're going to explore various aspects of stress management and productivity enhancement. That's what we really need, right? Because we spend so much time stressing that we get nothing done. I don't know, hands up if that's happened to you. This Woke week. So many times. This week. Every day. Every day. <laughs> so we're going to delve into topics that help you understand stress, uh, the impact that it's having. Then we're going to explore shifting your mindset, effective time management, building building resilience, do you think? Building resilience and the power of mindfulness and the strategies for boosting productivity. Mm. We're going to share some evidence-based approaches and personal experiences. We are. And we might even share some statistics with you today. What? Just that it's going to really sort of just really make you realize how important this stuff is. But I guess the most important thing is our aim today is equipped is to equip you with actionable steps so that you can start implementing right away so that you can see positive changes in your life. Because last week I felt like we were on a bit of a roller coaster ride. Mm, and absolutely. I think this is just I wish someone had told me this last week and I would have fast tracked it. Yeah. I would have my comeback. We should have done this one been, last week. I know, oh. but we had to yeah. celebrate last week. We're gonna week. have a great mm. week this week because we're gonna implement this stuff. So whether you're like us or you're a busy professional, maybe you're a student, an entrepreneur, or anyone that's looking to find better balance between productivity and well-being, then this podcast, let me tell you, is for you. 
because by incorporating these simple strategies into your daily routine, guess what you get to do? You get to reduce your stress, you get to improve your productivity, and ultimately, you achieve more with less effort. Hallelujah! Like, this is the podcast. You could actually actually get your day's to-do list done before lunch and have the afternoon off, rather than stressing all day long and going to bed at night going, I didn't do anything! So, you might need a pen and a piece of paper, because we're going to unlock your full potential today. You're going to take control of your stress levels and accomplish more in your personal and professional endeavours. Wow. So, let's embark on this journey. And together... We're going to start living a more fulfilled and balanced life with less wah going okay, on in I'm, every day. I'm in. Like, I'm okay. just going to sit back. I'm going to absorb all of this beautiful stuff that we're going to share today. Because yeah. oh, I think I'm going to have to have this one on repeat. I'm and I've got to say, it sounds stressful. Does it? The, this might sound stressful. Like, you think, oh, oh my God, there's going to be another thing that I have to learn. But the, it's really simple. So hang in there. Stay with us for the next 20 minutes. And I promise you, you're going to walk away feeling way better about stress and being able, being able to overwhelm it than being over to overwhelm. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Maybe you need some Overwhelming water. stress recovery. I might be a slight stress addict over here. So let's get into it straight away. Let's have an understanding of what is mm. stress. And so what is it? Like what, what is it actually? Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about, about what is it? What, so what is it? What is it? What is stress it? Stress is That's basically. It. That's what is it? <laughs> Jesus, help me. So stress is basically the body's response to external pressures or demands. Now, whether they are real or you've perceived them, you've made them up in your head, they're not even real. Because they're out there, they're not in here, they're out there, they're in the external world, not the internal world. Although, it does feel like it's internal. Yeah. You like, bring the outside rubbish inside of you and make all this inside rubbish. So we ought to try and kind of detach from the outside pretend stuff that's mm. going on. Or it's not even pretend, things that are going on in your world, but you dramatize it. We, you might be a catastrophizer. We've done the catastrophizing. We, we have. We did talk about catastrophe. So yeah. there may mm. be a catastrophizer in the building. And so if that mm. is you, put your hands up and give us a big high five. Because that's definitely something that, that happens, right? I've got better at it. So say. much better. So since much we, better. Since we did our podcast about it, so much better. Anyway, it's a natural physiological and psychological mm. reaction to activate that activates in the body mm. and creates that fight or flight response that you've had. Like, I'm a freeze person. Yeah. I don't necessarily run or fight. I freeze fight, first. Fight freeze. Mm. That's me. And then I run like the clappers. Whereas, what would you do? I'm allowing you to speak. I guess I'm a little bit of a fighter. It's you know when people say I'm a lover, not a fighter? I'm like, I'm a fighter, not a lover. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I think we need like more time to pre- prepare for this episode today. <laughs> right? So, while short-term stress can actually be beneficial, right? Because it helps prepare us. And it actually helps us face challenges or threats in the short term it can be beneficial and even i'm putting my hand up here if you if you're listening on the audio and you're not seeing the visual my hand is up right now it can be beneficial and motivating can be right however chronic and prolonged stress can have a detrimental effect on both your mental mental physical and spiritual well-being how do i know this because i've done all of them 
Like it's had an impact on my mental, physical and spiritual. So I feel that sharing my opinion and my experience about this is going to validate so many people because surely I'm not alone. Like surely I'm not the only person out there that has struggled with stress. No, I think no, I don't think anybody in today's mm. world has overcome, found a way to avoid it altogether. So what's some of the mental impacts that high stress can have? All right, so increased anxiety and irritability. Right, difficulty concentrating and making decisions. Oh, I think we should have done a fucking test. <laughs> yeah. Like, get out a pen and a piece of paper. Give like, yourself just a score. yourself on this because it's a score like, out of eight. Okay, it's a square out of eight. Okay, I'm just going to close my eyes. Sam's going to read it out and I'm just going to put my fingers up. So, let's okay, start again. Number, so one. number one, increased anxiety and irritability. Number two, difficulty concentrating and making decisions. Number three, mood swings and emotional instability. Number four, decreased motivation and enjoyment of activities. Number five, sleep disturbances and fatigue. Number six, negative thoughts and pessimism. Mm, half. I'm going to have a half for that. Okay. Decreased self-esteem and confidence. Mm, half for that as well. And then mental health conditions such as depression or anxiety disorders. I have to do a half because there's some days I'm really good. So open my eyes. We're looking at five plus three halves. So out of eight, I'm sitting at a six and a half. So stress is having an impact on me mentally. Okay. Now, true question. How many points did you score? Like, feel free to private message me. There's no shame in owning your shit, right? There's shame in running away from your shit. Like, own it. So that we can create change around it. So if you're like me right now and you're feeling mental overwhelm or you've just done the test and you think, what the actual? Don't worry, you're in good company. Yep. You're in great company. How many of those did you relate to? Five. So there you go. We've got a six. I could have done a a four and a half, five. Nice. Okay. So if you know that it's having, stress is having an impact on your mental well-being right now, then keep listening, right? Because I know that stress is having an impact on my mental um, well-being. So let's move on to physical. Physical. How can stress have an impact on your physical well-being? Now, I'm going to close my eyes again. I'm going to do the test, Sam. Bring it on. Okay, seven of them this time. The highest is the better. Okay, it's out of seven. Let's go. Okay, weakened immune system and increased susceptibility to illness. Okay, I'm just going to interrupt you right there. Okay. Because, like, okay, weakened immune system, I don't think that that is really valid if I'm on immune suppressants. Like, my immune system, right, is highly activated. It's so activated, it's destroying its own liver. Yeah. Like, it's my immune system is fighting its own organs. So, if you have autoimmune, I don't even know how you're going to answer this. But it does say weakened immune system. Right now, I don't have an immune system because of immune suppressants, right? Well, the thing is, I guess you susceptibility. Do you get sick often? So you don't actually get sick. I don't often. actually get sick. I don't often. think that's you. You're but not a susceptibility to a, to illness. Okay, I'm only going to give myself a half. Okay. And is that a little bit of a high achiever? I don't know. But send me some love if you get that. Okay. But if you're the type of person that gets a cold, the minute somebody sneezes, you pick it I'm up. I'm calming down now. I'm not taking okay. it personally. Don't take it personally. Number two. Yep. Digestive issues, such as stomach aches indigestion, irritable bowel syndrome, 
stuff like Auto-immune. that. Autoimmune. Autoimmune, your digestive system. Okay. Today. All right. I'm just going to shush now. I'm just going to put my fingers up. But for the record, I'm on one and a half points right now. Number three, mm-hmm. headaches and migraines. Mm. Number four, muscle tension and pain, including mm. tension, headaches, and backache. The backache is a big one for stress. So so many people have back pain, lower back pain especially, because of stress. Okay, it has to be another tick, doesn't it? So I'm up to, what am I up to? How many have we done? I'm up to... You you don't get migraines and headaches often. So you got one and a half plus another one, two and a half. Okay, I'm on two and a half. Okay, I'm trying to keep my eyes closed so that I don't distract you. Number three. (laughs) But I feel the point. I feel the need to have to defend everyone that gets me right now. Okay. Okay. That's good. Make it normal. Increased blood pressure and risk of cardiovascular problems. No way. This is like a resting heart rate of 42. Blood pressure is below normal. Like, I want... People might even can can consider me like I'm dead. Like, <laughs> it's I'm not. that healthy. <laughs> yeah, but okay, you might so have high tonight. blood pressure or cardiovascular issues, all right? Stress related. Could high be. Could be. Resting heart rate. Okay. Not me. Number six. Insomnia or other sleep disorders, basically the inability to sleep comfortably. Maybe you wake up at stupid o'clock in the morning and can't go back to sleep. Maybe you can't fall asleep at all at night and you're up until stupid o'clock in the morning. Anything to do with the inability to fully sleep from the minute you go to bed to when you wake up in the morning. Oh God, I'm just going to say for anyone that's on steroids, you don't have to mark that because, you know steroids messes up your sleep so i'm just justifying my own answers and if you're menopausal and you're having night sweats tick that one okay all right and then the last one is changes in appetite leading to either weight gain or loss now Mm. basically ursh and i under stress sam eats ursh stops so ursh would have weight loss sam would have weight gain like that's just that's how i deal with stress and that's how ursh deals with stress so you may be that person who when your stress levels are up, you either go to food or you just can't be bothered with food. So, what was your score? Like, I liked the health one better. I was a little bit more triggered, I have to say, about it. You didn't it. like that one better. I didn't like it, Especially no. at the beginning. I was, like, having to justify. Okay, we're moving on from physical, right? Okay. So, basically, we want to talk about the five steps. I feel like we've just been, like, thrown and then dropped. Well, so, I? which ones do you relate to? And is mm-hmm. this the podcast for you? That's what I was going to ask. Like... Yeah. Okay, I'm feeling triggered. I feel a little bit like anxious about my answers and it's heightened the fact that, okay, I have more stress than I care to admit. All right, fair enough. That's what I'm saying. So if you're Mm. like me, then I want you to know you're completely fucking normal. And I reckon everyone else on the planet right now is in denial. That's how I'm going to roll with that statement right there and then. Moving on, Sam. And also a lot of people, we don't recognize that these things that are going on not only mentally, I think we're very aware of mental from, from a stress perspective. We've got a much better awareness around not being able to sleep as stress or um, having anxiety or depression or emotional instability and all of those things can affect your stress, is affected by stress. I still think but, that we run away from them. Oh, we do. We run and numb. Again, another episode, but we run and numb. So instead of accepting where we are and deciding what we can do to make or create change around it we stay stuck but that's not what today's podcast is about however we're going to teach you how to accomplish more we just want to create a little bit of awareness around where your stress is right now and maybe you were like me and thinking that you had your shit together 
Not that I have my shit together, because, you know, I'm quite open about, <laughs> I certainly don't have my shit together all the time. It has highlighted certain areas where stress is having a toll on my body, physically, spiritually, and mentally, that I need to address. Yeah. So, and I think that if yeah. you, from a, I think the physical impacts of stress are probably the ones we ignore and don't believe that they're stress related the mm. most. Mm. So if you, were, if you were able to give yourself any more than two points for physical impact, there's something worth dealing with. It's something you need to start because once your body starts physically showing signs of breakdown or stress, you're only doing damage to your body. You've only got one of them. You need to take care of it. And digestion issues, weakened immune system, pain, lack of sleep, those are not good um, ways for your body to be functioning or to live life. And a lot of it has to do with prolonged stress. Mm. Stop. Mm. It's not just, oh my gosh, you woke up today and there's stress. This is gone for a long time. It happens for a long time. Long time. So let's have a look at five steps to stress less and accomplish more. So let's... Let's go through them all first. Number mm-hmm. one is we want to identify and prioritize. Number two is we want to break tasks into manageable steps because you know it's about bite size for me. Like little steps make the big steps possible. Number three is practice effective time management. I think Sam's going to be highlighting that one for me. Number four is incorporate stress management techniques. Now that sounds really official, but we'll break it down. And then the last one is seek support and delegate where possible. All right, let's start with number one. So number one is identify and prioritize. So Sam, why is that important? Why does that matter? Well, it's important because you've got to identify the key sources of stress in your life. Mm. Now, why? Why? Well, because if you don't know what's causing the stress, how can you fix it? How if you can don't you know, change you don't know. it? Yeah. Right? If you do know, you can create stress around it. This is why it's important. Most people don't identify and prioritize. Most people live with it, bully themselves, beat themselves up, don't create change around it, and, and think that that's their new normal. And I'm calling bullshit. Why? Because I've been living it. I have been living it. And I didn't identify and I certainly didn't prioritize my health. I just kept working and working and working and working. I avoided all the signs of stress until eventually my body was like, hell sister, you just got to take a break. And I'm like, ah, no, no, no. Well, ends up in hospital. So this is why it's important, right? Because I don't want you to be me. I want you to be way better than me. So, so basically, um, your stress could be work-related. Mm. It could be uh, personal relationships within your your partnership or your marriage, or it could be within your family, and it could be within your friendship. Even work. It could be anywhere. Yeah. Work relationships. Yep. Or it could be something completely different. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's um, government. Maybe it's a health concern you have. But once you have a clear understanding of what is causing you stress, mm. You then have to prioritize them based on the urgency and the importance. So if you know that um, your relationship with your sister is causing you stress right now because you're having a fight, but you also know that there is massive financial stress at the moment and you don't have the money to pay rent, fixing the rent problem is going to be a higher priority in this moment than fixing your sister problem. Even though your sister problem is important because it's your sister, but there's a there's a limited time frame on having the money by the end of the week. Unless your sister's filthy rich and she can lend you the money for the rent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Or your sister lives I don't have a sister, and if you're that sister that's got loads of money, uh, maybe we need to connect. No. <laughs> so once you understand what mm. what is the priority of your stress, like yeah. list it. Don't just sit mm. here and go, yes, I've got stress. Like list it. Figure it out. Where is it coming from? Then this will help you to focus your energy on the most critical area and alleviate that stress by tackling it like systematically. Not it has to be to a formula. It. Yeah, you have to actually just, where is it? Is your health causing you stress? Is there an illness? Is there a diagnosis? Is there fatigue? Like, are you constantly tired? Are you irritable? Like, what are the specific areas? And then what is creating that stress? Do you need to have more sleep? How can you prioritize more sleep? How can you put your needs before putting other people's needs first? Where are you saying yes to other people and ignoring what you need? Because remember, we've done a podcast on this. If it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. Mm. And sometimes you've got to be ruthless. And I know that sounds really bad. It's not bad. You have to be ruthless and put your needs first. Because stress in this situation is not good. Right? We're not using stress as a motivator right now. We're using it to eliminate it so that we can regain our health, our mental and emotional well-being, our physical well-being and our spiritual well-being so that we can show up as the best version of ourself. And Oprah says, right now, remember, Oprah, Oprah, right? The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. So what you think about you bring about. So if you're thinking right now in the external world about fixing everybody else and fixing all these other problems that have nothing to do with you, like you're fixing work, you're fixing your children, you're fixing the car, you're fixing your pets, you're fixing your family. One thought, what am I going to do for me today? One thing, focus on the one thing that you can control, not on the 50 things that you can't control. Because by trying to put your intention and your focus on things that you can't control, that's going to elevate your stress levels. And you're deliberately keeping yourself in a fight, flight or freeze position. Because you're keeping yourself in a stressed state. Not useful. Not useful at all. Not useful. Now, there's some really great stats that we pulled out. And basically, this is crazy cool. Mm -hmm. But they found out that by identifying and prioritizing stresses, you can significantly reduce the impact the stress has on you. Now, they did a survey and they found that 57% of respondents reported that identifying stresses was the most effective strategy for managing stress. So they didn't even do anything. They just, they just identified, identified it. it was a problem. They just knew the problem. So you don't actually have this in this situation. This point number one, identify and prioritize, is actually about knowing what it is, not fixing it, mm. just knowing where your stress is coming from. And because, this was done by the American Psychological Association. Yeah. So it's not like we just made this shit up. No, this is actually a a stat. It was a test. It's done. 57%. So if you think that and you apply that to yourself, just identifying what's creating your stress right now, right, it will have an impact on your stress levels in a resourceful way. Isn't that awesome? Like that's pretty good, go, right? Okay. But also, I think it's important that you go deeper into what the stress is. So don't just go, oh, of course, it's my family. That's very broad. 
So what is it about your family? Is it your, my kids are causing me stress? Well, what is it about your kids that are causing you stress? Is it the fact that they're so busy with so many things and you are the taxi and the cook and the cleaner well, and the what, therapist and all that stuff? So it's just identifying what is your stress. So number two is break down the task into manageable steps. And why does that matter? Because when you are stressed, bite size doesn't happen. You catastrophize what you're going to do, which keeps you stuck. So if you can just come up with a strategy of little baby steps and take one step, one step. Like we're watching a series today, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's irrelevant. If you can just do something for 10 seconds, it's the same principle. Just 10 seconds of writing a list. Like large tasks can often be overwhelming and they actually contribute to your stress. So you break them down into smaller manageable steps. Your brain will work more efficiently and effectively if it only has little things to do. If you overwhelm your brain, it tends to shut down. So this approach will allow you to make progress incrementally and give you a sense of accomplishment along the way. And I'm all about that dopamine reward system. You know that. So we've got to get the accomplishment along the way. We also have to celebrate those small victories that can motivate us to keep going and reduce our stress levels overall. So having the dopamine hit is like a it's like a stress relief little buzz that goes on in your body, mm-hmm. because you like achieve something yeah and you get this mm. nice warm fuzzies inside, so that in itself will help you to reduce your stress. Yes. Now there's a quote by Lao Tzu, who wrote, "The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step." But I have another one, which is, "How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time?" <laughs> I like that one better. So visualize an elephant one bite at a time. Yeah. So basically, what they they did a study again um, at the University of Constance in Germany. Came from Germany. It must be real because I'm German, so it must be amazing. They found that breaking tasks into small steps not only reduces stress but also increases productivity, which is what we've just been saying, right? Yes. And participants who broke tasks into smaller parts and focused on one step at a time experienced 25% increase in overall productivity. High five. So there you go. 25% more. 25. Like if you can, and how do you do that? You just write your list. What are the steps that I need to take? And as Rob Dole would say, how how can you dumb it down and make it even easier? This is one of the best things I've learned from Rob Dole. I've learned so many things with him in the last few years. How can you make it even easier? So if you've got a massive to-do list and that big thing is that big thing, how can you make that even easier? How can you make that even easier? How can you make that even easier? Okay, moving on to number three. Practice effective time management. Why is that important? Because when we're stressed, time goes out the window. And when we can start prioritizing time and prioritizing the tasks that are going to move us forward and move the dial in the right direction of our dreams and our passions so we stay aligned with our purpose right we're going to feel more accomplished we're going to feel like we're successful we're going to feel like we're achieving more that's why it's important 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 it's very important (laughs) new word for you all today so time management plays a crucial role in stress reduction and productivity So we want to start by organizing your task, setting realistic deadlines, right? So you want to prioritize your to-do list 
excuse me, based on the importance and urgency, which we just spoke about, and consider using productive or productivity techniques like the Pomodoro technique. And we briefly spoke about this. I keep saying we're going to do a podcast on this, right? Yeah. Where you set so the timer for a certain amount of time, you do it, and then you stop and you have a break. It's simple. We use this all the time. We actually use this to plan this podcast we today. Yeah. It was great. So this helps maintain our, fo- our focus and prevents burnout. Like, I'm that person. I am that person that has struggled with burnout three or four times in my life. So if you are like me, then I want you to really pay attention to this one. Because I don't want you struggling with burnout. And the thing is, if you don't do the break things, I've got a really bad habit, especially when I'm building things. I'm like, it's going to take me an hour and it will take me four hours and I won't stop until it's done. And by then I'm freaking over it. I'm so done and I'm tired and I haven't eaten. So then I get grumpy. And so it becomes ineffective time, use of time. Mm. And instead, if I'd had a 15 or 10 minute break every 45 minutes or every hour, so much better. I would have. And your brain actually processes that data better. Rather than going for long periods of time, your brain becomes deficient. Like, my brain's already deficient. It needs to be the most efficient it can possibly be. And this has taught us that this is one of the best ways that you can do it. So avoid multitasking as it can lead to increased stress and decreased productivity. So instead, I'm going to encourage you to focus on one task at a time and give it your full attention. Here's the thing. Either you run the day or the day runs you. And what does Jim Rowan, he's done a stat, hasn't he? So he published a study. Um, in, the, in the Journal of Applied, Applied Physics, Physiology, effective time management is directly related to stress levels. All right. And Jim Rowan was Tony Robbins' mentor. So, huh. And they found that individuals who effectively manage their time experience significantly lower stress levels compared to those who don't. And so, let me tell you, I've gone back to my prioritizing my diary in the last week. I felt amazing about it. Like I felt accomplished and fulfilled. Like I was like, <gasps> and like my brain kept trying to fight. No, it just came back to, oh, clarity and calm. Productivity obviously went up, didn't it? Okay. Now we've got to incorporate stress management techniques as right. number four. Now we've got to speed this up. Okay, so you know. engage in activities that help to manage stress effectively. Yeah. Now this can include things like exercise. Always have exercise as number one. Like, isn't it interesting? Like, you know, in the gym, this is what we see all the time. I can't because I'm busy. I can't because I'm injured. I can't because of the children. I can't because of work. I can't. I can't stunts your fucking growth. Actually, there was a quote I was reading before when I was doing some research for this. When you say that I can't do something, it's basically you're just saying you're not going to. You just won't. You're not interested. You're just saying, nah, not for me, thank you. What is more important than your stress levels being reduced? Like, like we hear so many excuses from so many people, and I'm guilty. I'm so guilty just with these people. I will put other people's needs before my own exercise. But exercise has been shown to reduce stress. Like there is scientific evidence that those people that exercise have less stress. Like if anything, that should be number one on your to-do list every damn day. Every day. 
Some other things that you can do are meditation, you can do deep breath exercises, you can do journaling, you can spend time in nature. Grounding, so barefoot on the beach, on the grass, somewhere that grounding is really important. So finding activities that make you feel relaxed, that can actually clear your mind and recharge you, enable you to accomplish more without feeling overwhelmed, should be on your to-do list. Like it really needs to be on your to-do list because you matter. Your health matters, your dreams matter, and how you show up matters. So there's a quote by Dan Millman, and he says, you don't have to control your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You just have to stop letting them control you. So, so when you, yeah, when your thoughts come up, mm, so the thought is, I can't go to the gym, it's mm. too stressful. I can't mm. go out and exercise, I don't have the time. It's going to take me 20 minutes to get there, then I'm going to do that in 20 minutes, it's going to take about an hour to an hour and a half out of my day. What are you going to do in that hour and a half that you should be doing the exercise feeling better? You're going to stress about the things that you haven't done and then you'll be they spend three hours in that stage. Now a stat for you. A meta-analysis published in the Journal of Clinical Psychology revealed that incorporating stress management techniques such as exercise, meditation, deep breathing exercises, get this, can lead to 33% reduction in perceived stress levels, 33%. Imagine stressing 33% less. What shit could you achieve if you weren't prioritizing stress? Ah, it's a win. It's a win. Okay, last Last one. one. Number five, seek support and delegate when possible. This one's written for me. Why is this impossible? Why is this impossible? Why does this matter? Because one is a coach and a mentor for so many people Right? And this is what we have been doing most of our life, for the last 20 years at least. People are scared to ask for help. They feel that it is giving up. They feel like it's a sense of failure. They feel like they should have their shit together. They feel that they should know it. They feel that they are failing if they're not doing it themselves. Here's the thing. You're failing because you're not taking the action necessary to get you to the outcome that you want. And the outcome that you want is to have a stress-free life. Like you want to be able to reduce the stress so that you can achieve more of a fulfilling life. Don't be afraid to ask for help or don't be afraid to delegate tasks when you feel overwhelmed because you're just, by doing it, by asking for help and by, by... delegating, you're reducing your stress levels. Now, I hear what you're saying. Not everyone can handle an itch. I get that. And not everybody is worthy of your greatness. Not everyone is there to fix your problems. Sometimes we reach out to friends and they're not emotionally available to us. Sometimes we reach out to our friends and family and they tell us, you think that's bad, this is bad, right? Sometimes work colleagues, it's like you have a competition to see who has the most shit in their life. Sometimes you have a partner that's too busy trying to fix shit instead of listen. So this is why I highly, highly, highly recommend having a coach, having a mentor, or having a friend or a colleague that can listen. Because I tell you what, ever since we've had coaches and mentors, every week our life is better because of it. It's so much better. By sharing your workload, you can reduce your stress and you get to accomplish more collectively. Delegating tasks also allows you to focus on your strengths and allocate your time and energy to the areas where you can make the most significant impact. Helen Keller says, 
alone, we can do so little, but together we can do so much. What does that mean to someone like you that struggles with delegation? Well, it means that the things that I don't have to do that I could give to somebody else to do will mm. allow me to do the things that they can't do that only I can do. But instead, instead of using people around me, I've always tended to go, don't be so lazy, do it yourself. That's always been my language. And that how can I ask other people to do things that I can do myself? But by delegating, it allows you to accomplish so much more. And you know what it's cool? Because you get to allow other people, this is what I'm learning, is it allows you to let other people actually help because it feels cool to help somebody. I love helping people. I love it when somebody asks me, can you do this for me or can you help me with that? Yet, I struggle to do give that gift back to others. And you so, get to empower other people too. Yeah. You get to help Working them shine, team. them grow. We get to work together as a team. So I would love for you to read the statistic. Okay. A survey conducted by the Harvard Business Review found that individuals who actively seek support and delegate tasks experience 48% decrease in stress levels. 48%. And... What does that mean to you, Sam? I could be like... I could get rid of my grey hair. (laughs) (laughs) And furthermore, this is even better, effective delegation has been shown to increase overall productivity of up to 25%. I'm going to get that. So, like, put on an A4 and put on your office at at the gym. Because, like... Productivity goes up by 25% if you learn to delegate to the right people. Ha! Amazing! And at 50%, the same time, basically 50, nearly yeah. 50% decrease in stress. So, like, seriously. Come on. Like, we hope that you, even if you apply one of these five beautiful tools, how will your life change for the better? Because if you just apply one, just one, then your life will not only change for the better, everybody's life around you will also change for the better because you will have a ripple effect of energy, right? And and you will also give yourself the accountability to show up as the best version of you, which will make you feel more successful. You will feel more accomplished. You will feel happier. You will feel more joy You will attract a new tribe because you're vibing out feeling awesome instead of feeling stressed. Like, ah, can you tell that we're excited by this one? Like, I'm going to keep this one on hold so that when I get to that stress, I'm just going to come back to this. And you may choose to do the same. So as we wrap up, what are the five areas? Like, what are the five steps for less stress? Number one, identify and prioritize. 57% 57% of people said they said saw a reduction in stress just by doing that. Boom! Number two, break tasks into manageable steps. Increases your productivity by 25%. What? Number three, practice, practice effective time management. Like this was massive because it really in, it improved the ability for you to manage your stress. And you either run the day or the day runs you. Number four, incorporate stress management techniques like exercise, meditation and stuff. 33% reduction in your perceived stress levels. Shut the fridge door. Crazy. And number five, seek support and delegate those tasks. Because not only will you have a 48% decrease in your stress levels, but your productivity will go up by 25%. So if there's one thing that you do out of all of them, if you only pick one, I would say number one, identify the stress 
because 57% of people notice a stress release by not doing anything other than identifying. And the last one, seek support and delegate, because that one was 48% reduction in stress. And, you know, like... 48. Last year, I said to Sam, you're going to get your own coach. Like, you just... Like, Ursha's going to have her own. You're going to... Ursha's already had her own, by the way. She's got three. But I said, Sam, you just need to get a coach. And she's like, I don't need to have a coach. I can just... And then after a month, I was just like, babe, I've booked you in. Like, you're just going to have to be a coach. And then she came back from having a coaching session, and she's like, I said, how was that? She's like, well, I've got this, 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 this. So what's your to-do list? I've just got this, 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 this. What did you love about it? Oh, well, I feel calmer. Do you remember that conversation? I feel calmer. I feel like I'm less rushing and running, and I feel like I have clarity. Mm-hmm. And I can just do these simple action steps this week instead of struggling with overwhelm. That's what you said. And ever since then, Sam has enjoyed having her own coach. We share it. And you yep. never, you've never admitted that, have you? I want to celebrate you for stepping out of your comfort mm. zone, for seeking uncomfortable and discomfort because it wasn't easy for you like i've i've had no problem seeking therapy or getting a coach or having mentors or asking for help it's not a problem that i have no i don't like it's been a stretch and it's been a gap and like the progress that you've made in the last six months by having a coach how has that changed your life or should this be an interview (laughs) (laughs) i think it's it's helped me to because by having a coach for those of you who haven't had a coach before, um, it's not actually about somebody coming in and, and putting more on your plate. It's mm. actually having somebody that can break down what's already in your head and help you to prioritize things. So when I go into a coaching session and I'm feeling really overwhelmed or I have no direction or I don't know where to begin, all that, what, um, what he manages to do, and it helps me to actually get that information out of my own head and onto paper um, he just asks really simple questions and I have all the answers. I already know, but I'm so busy going around, 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 around in my own head that I kind of don't get anything done. So from a productivity and stress levels point of view, it makes a massive difference just to have somebody to help you get it out of your head and actually create a plan and then feel successful and realize it's not as bad as you think. Because inside your head, it's 10 times worse. The dragon is massive inside the head. Mm. So help having somebody that can just actually calm you down and make you realize that you're doing awesome, you're doing so much, so many things already, you're on the right track, just focus on A, B, and C this week, and then go from there. I, I always end up doing A, B, C, and then I've got all this time. So I do D, E, and F, and then I go back into my next, next coaching session, and just say, and he goes, how did A, B, and C go? I'm like, I did this and this, and I did this, this, and this. And you get celebrated, you get those endorphins, and you just want to keep doing it. So it's it's a really positive, it's not stressful, it's not like getting another to-do list on top of your current to-do list, which is what I thought it was mm, going to be. You did. I really mm. stressed out about, I've got so much shit going on already, I can't take any more on. It's the complete opposite. So if you haven't had coaching before, I highly, mm. highly recommend it. Because, yeah, it's it reduces your stress way more than it does increase it. So. And, and your personal growth that comes from that has just been extraordinary. Like, absolutely extraordinary. Sam is doing things now that she's never done in 21 years we've been together. You're taking more risks. You're having, you know, more confidence in areas that before you would just used to go, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. I suck at this. And now you're giving things a go. So yep. 
I think even my making wife, decisions. Oh my god, like my wife decisions. is the bomb.com. Like she is amazing. She's an example of applying behavioral flexibility and being okay to seek help. So I want to say, well done, honey. Thank you. Well I have done. my own personal coach that happened to manage to get me to a coach. Yes, but so, apparently I'm not allowed to coach her. No. I tried. No. <laughs> I don't anyway. think it's ever good, right? <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't, don't be don't coaching your partners. Own, no. It's not good. Anyway, from our hearts to yours, we wish that this podcast is going to transform not only your week, your month, and your year. It's going to transform everybody around you because you're going to show up with a brand new energy and you've got some new tools in your tool belt. So if you love today's episode, please send us a private message. What did you love about it? Please pop a comment or any questions you have on the YouTube channel because we'll be checking that. And go and sprinkle this on your social media so other people can see us in action. And we can share those tools with many, many other people out there. Because you know what? We're passionate about helping other people get unstuck. So thank you from the bottom of our heart for episode 101. And don't forget to subscribe. Click the button below to subscribe and the little bell so that you are notified the, the minute there's a new podcast. You, don't want to you know miss it's this. there. And by you guys um, subscribing helps the algorithm out there to know that this we don't podcast know what that exists. Means exactly. We don't push, know what that means. It pushes it out to other people. I've learned that much. That hey. if you watch it and you subscribe, other people will find out, hey, this is worth listening to, and then they will see it. But without that, they might not see it. And we don't want anybody to miss out on these incredible productivity and stress relief. Sharing is caring, beautiful. Share away and we will love you. We'll love you regardless. Have an amazing week, everybody. Go sprinkle some magic on someone because you don't know who's going to need you this week. Until next week, everybody, go out there, be extraordinary because that's who you were meant to be. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, Please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved. You matter. And you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.